You're listening to Strictly Business Podcast with Lindsay Williams. The JSC has opened its doors for the last day of a shortened trading week, so it's time for the opening. And this morning I'm speaking to Nick Kunza from Sandham Private Wealth. Actually, the last couple of days, I, I, it's, it's greedy of me to be bored by the last couple of days of action, but um, I have been a little bit bored. I'm waiting for the next big thing because there's been every opportunity for the market to have some volatility with North Korea and South Korea virtually going to war. US and China relations are starting to become very interesting. The John Bolton book, South Africa opening its hairdressing salons again, all sorts of things going on, but it doesn't seem to be much going on on the market, or am I wrong? England. No, no, you're not wrong. But then again, you go back to the old adage where, you know, you trade what's in front of you. And um, this whole week, as you said, there's been some quite geopolitical sort of uh, risks uh, sort of coming in. We had futures close out on, on yesterday. Um, we've had a few things that should necessarily make you pause and take notice. And the market just keeps grinding high. And I must tell you, Yesterday, I thought with the, with, the, with the U.S. close last night was very uneventful close. In fact, it was the quietest sort of intraday swing, point swing we've had in the last three months, which just sums it up. Mm. Uh, and then walking in this morning, it, I was actually, I'm actually surprised by the, I guess, the breadth of the buying. You know, it's not just a handful of stocks just on the JSE, for example. It is solid buying across the board mm. and, and not just, you know, 10 cents here and there, two, three, four percent moves. Really solid buying. And um, look, you might get what you wish for. I mean, this this afternoon we're getting, uh, it's what they call quadruple witching. Oh, yes. Uh, which is it's quite a big thing in the U.S. It's, it's um, for those who aren't familiar with it, it basically occurs on the, the third Friday of every month of every quarter. Those are option traders. It's March, June, September, and December. And it's basically, it refers to that word quadruple, which refers to the simultaneous expiration of single stock options, single stock futures, single stock index options, index futures. So there's normally quite a bit of volatility. So maybe the quietness and the sort of lull of the last few days will get a little bit of kick this afternoon when those options start coming in. But other than that, it's just, yeah, you're right, just steady as you go almost. Yes, it is. I'm looking at the Stock Exchange News Service, and there's absolutely nothing uh, worthy of note anyway for this uh, particular podcast. Uh, let's have a look then at the uh, spot prices. What's the general mood, though, this morning? Just quiet Solid. bullishness. Solid, yeah, exactly. Quiet bullishness, perfectly summed up, Lindsay. A day after um, uh, futures close out normally is quite quiet. Um, but yes, I would, uh, I'm going to actually quote you on that. That exactly sums it up. Dollar Rand is 17.39. British pound against the Rand is 21.62. And the Euro Rand is 19.50. The Euro dollar is 112.10. Uh, last night in the United States, the Dow Jones fell very slightly. The S&P rose very slightly. The Nasdaq rose by a third of a percent. And this morning in the Far East, Tokyo was up just over half a percent. Shanghai was up nearly one percent. The Hang Seng up 0.7 percent. And the All Share in Sydney up just, uh, yeah, let's call it 0.2 percent, given the benefit of the doubt the gold price is bubbling away there it's up nearly nine dollars to 17.31 and a half dollars an ounce the platinum price is 8.13 which is up four where's palladium please nick palladium is down 15 dollars 0.8 percent uh quite interesting level actually 1909 at the moment so creeping further away from the 2000 level yes indeed let's have a look at the oil price as my screen comes up here the oil price 
up around about 2.5% for the WTI, the West Texas, at $39.79. The Brent crude oil price is $42.40, or 2.1% to the good. Uh, so that's not bad. Okay, let's go back to the uh, JSC Securities Exchange. Anything in the diary today, or is it one of those Fridays? Well, quadruple witching, as I said in the afternoon in the States, that those who trade options and watch the U.S. market is going to be volatile. Um, you know, I've got a couple of Fed talking heads, as I always call it. We have Jerome Powell. He's got a virtual discussion, as you do these days, with uh, with Fed Reserve President Loretta Mester. There's a video conference call. It's another Fed Boston president speaking on uh, current financial conditions. But on the economic side, we've only got one number. That's the U.S. Commerce Department. They're going to release the current account balance deficit. Uh, but other than that, as you said, you which really find need, anything in the diary. Which really need mm. not detain us. If you're going to have a lunch no. and you're waiting for that number and you're going to postpone your lunch, then no. Anyway, uh, just go back to uh, NASPERS and Process yesterday. Their announcements around about 5.30, which was unusual. What did you make of that? And how have the share prices reacted this morning? Well, a little bit uneventful, actually. I mean, I thought when they came out, I thought it was erring a little bit on the on the sort of disappointing side. Um, I mean, these are one of these these sort of lockdown shares, if you want to call it, mm. that have benefited quite nicely amongst us, with food delivery being the main one. Um, obviously, the association with Tencent and all the online gaming that's happening. Uh, so I thought it was, at first glance, I thought it was a little bit uh, disappointing, but. Um, you know, looking at this morning, I guess given where the market is up a percent and they're only up 0.7 on NASPERS or processes up in line with the market, I guess the market's kind of taking it in its stride. But uh, it was quite on detail and we had a sort of conference call this morning with sort of edging our research analyst to try to squeeze more out of the story and he said there's nothing more. You know, there's a couple of one-liners that they released after hours or in line with the European close, and that's that. So I guess we'll see how, how it carries on trading. But taking it in its stride, Tencent is up 1.2%, and, and the two other counters, Nuspers and Process, I guess a little bit in line to slightly weaker. Yesterday, TFG, the old Fashini, announced it was going to raise $222 million via a rights issue. And this morning, it's top of my leaderboard. It's up 8.5%. Mm-hmm. Telcom up 5.4%. Nedcore, uh, it's up four and two thirds, which is good. Discovery up three point eight percent to one hundred and twelve, and uh, RMI up three and a half percent. On the downside, Vivo down seven point four percent. AECI down four point seven percent. Hammerson a three point seven percent loser. South thirty two down one point seven, and Capco down one point two percent. Yeah, Nedcore and Telcom. Telcom's interesting, but I suppose it's just some punters coming in there. That's what I think. Why on earth are people buying the Fashini Group? I absolutely have no idea. Fushini is and true is also up three percent. Um, I also get the feeling there's a, people looking for sort of those SA Inc plays at the moment as the economy opens up. I mean, Sogo Sun up another eleven percent this morning. Uh, interesting enough for me as well. It's a little bit off the radar. We don't often speak about it, but Grinrod up uh, about four percent yesterday. Yes. That is the shipping and logistics business. That's up another ten percent this morning. I guess a direct reflection with, I guess, uh, the world economy turning. So, but I don't know why they're coming for our retailers, other than the fact that um, the retailers are traditionally a very foreign-held uh, share registry. So at one point, the likes of uh, our clothing retailers, Mr. Price, I think it's 60% foreigners own that particular share. So maybe this is a, a bit of a barometer, Lindsay, of, of maybe a bit of foreign buying coming in. I think that what happened was that because we were talking about the yester- yesterday, we were doing the Thursday trade with uh, David Shapiro ah, and yourself, and I said, I liked, 
I liked retailers, and I, I particularly like Mr. Price, but they're, they're all going up today. So my trade, which I have initiated, by the way, on my online trading platform, is doing rather well at the moment. Thank you very much. Well, there we go. Mm. Nice to be able to move a market. And the other thing is um, that uh, when it comes to Grindrod, um, I live very close to a very prominent waterway in Rotterdam, and every single time I get on my bicycle and try to cross the river or the canal, the bridge is going up. You know, they have one of the, these, mm. these fancy bridges where you have to let the boats or the barges through, whatever it is. Every single time I go, the bridge is opening. So that means there's a lot of cargo traffic. And it's always, it's always barges full of containers. So it, the, the world <laughs> trade is building up, I think. It is, it is trading. And, and you only have to look at a couple of sort of, um, I guess, almost like the, the sort of leading indicators to look at. So look at something like the Baltic Dry Index, which is the cost of, of moving freight. And it's actually a, a real-time index. It's set daily on that cost freight price. That's up about 40% in the last month. And But look, coming off a very, very low base. Uh, and then I guess that when we always talk about oil, you know, actually up 2.5%. Today. It's, I mean, I can't believe that uh, Brent is now forty, almost forty-three dollars a barrel. Mm. So look, those sort of counters, and then and then iron ore, which we, we don't often mention, but uh, iron ore t- uh, today in the Danon Exchange in China, uh, up very slightly, but up a percent on the week, which would be its seventh week up in a row. And those who follow the iron ore and what it does for the input of steel prices and, and manufacturing. So I think those sort of things, if you had to sort of Take a step back and look down at the world. Um, those those bigger picture sort of items have been coming off a low base and grinding higher. Um, I guess the problem is trying to figure out where it ties in with with sort of share prices. But the bigger the bigger picture looks like we slowly the world is turning again. Let's hope so. Is the JC turning today? Because after one hour and ten minutes of trading, what are the major indexes doing, please? Oh, very actually a very nice finish to the shortened week. So we have the JSE All Share currently up exactly one percent, one point zero zero. Very nice. Uh, Five hundred thirty-seven points higher, fifty-four thousand four hundred seventy-eight. The tradable top forty index uh, just shy of a percent, point nine five up, uh, and it's broken through the fifty thousand level. So it's reclaimed fifty thousand. Quite a big swing in the last few days, fifty thousand and sixty-three. And if I look down at the uh, individual indices, all in the green, financials leading us higher, which is always good to see the banks going higher. 2.1% up, and healthcare up 1.85, industrials up 1.5%, uh, energy shares led by the likes of Cecil, that index up 1.44, and there's only one little drag down by 0.06, and that's basic materials, just taking a bit of a breather after their strong run. Nick Kunza, thanks so much for your time. We'll speak again later for the 5 o'clock shadow. That was the opening. Nick Kunza is from Sunlam Private Wealth. The views and opinions expressed in these podcasts are those of Lindsay Williams and various contributors and do not reflect the policy, position or opinion of any other agency, organisation, employer or company associated with strictlybusinesspodcast.com. Assumptions made on the analyses are not reflective of the position of any other entity other than the speaker or the author. And since we are critically thinking human beings, these views are always subject to change, revision and rethinking at any time. Please do not hold us to them in perpetuity.